Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good day, everybody. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and also host of The Doctor is in the House. Welcome, everybody. And I do want to welcome you during this month of Thanksgiving with an attitude of gratitude, because as we have been saying, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and their social relationships. And as I've told you, it can be measured. It's a measurable effect, especially with the mood transmitters, serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, immune function, blood pressure, testosterone, blood sugar, oxytocin, cortisol. It all can be measured. Gratitude is also linked to improved self-care such as getting exercise, eating good, and getting regular health checkups, leading to fewer health complaints. And of course, you want to stay away from the doctor. So let's try and have an attitude of gratitude for this month and for our lives and find things that we are grateful for, not uh, for things that we complain about. Make happiness your lifestyle. Well, today I wanted to talk about earbuds or wireless earpieces. And I thought it would be a quick 30-minute show, and I'll try and summarize it as we go along. But there's so much out there now that – and I was even looking over my past podcasts. We've done many of, the, of them, especially with Dr. Jerry Smith, on the effect of electromagnetic fields on your brain. And that brings us to another point on November 17th. uh, Yours truly will be interviewed on a health program on Roku television. It's a streaming service. We're going to talk about frequencies, vibration, and energy because everything in the universe has a frequency, has a vibration, and that translates into energy. I mean, living beings are composed of energy fields. And there are a lot of practitioners now that practice vibrational medicine. And they've, they've known this for years. And they know that disease and suffering are actually disruption of our energy fields. In other words, if you get an acupuncturist, he will find where that energy field is blocked and put needles in that field to release that energy so that you're, you are whole again. So this new, it's, it's not new, it's been around for thousands of years, but it's unique now, healing, using frequencies and vibration. We use it to enhance your body's natural ability to heal. So uh, I'll keep you informed of uh, when that's going to be and when it will air uh, on the 
on TV. And as I've been telling you, we are exposed to more and more toxins in our daily lives. And the, the physical ones you can pick out, right? The chemical ones, the plasticizers that we've talked about, the pesticides, the herbicides, the benzene, and the biological ones that we were just exposed to from China. You know what they are. But there's another one called emotional toxins, and there's another one called uh, electromagnetic field toxins. So we're going to talk a little bit about the EMF today. And I want to remind you that your health is like money. You really never have a true idea of its value until you lose it. And that was said by Josh Billings. But it really is uh, is cogent to think of it. We sort of take, uh, take our health for granted. Sort of take our body for granted, don't we? So we want to talk today a little bit how this is affecting our 100 trillion cells, which are all powered by electrical energy. And our bodies are influenced by our Earth's magnetic field. You know how you feel difference when there's a full moon? When you, how you feel when you're walking on the beef, being grounded, close to, the, close to the Earth's magnetic field. And we can measure if a healthy person is their energy level. In other words, a healthy person has a charge of 70 to 100 millivolts. Well, you throw in stress, a poor diet, toxins, and that, that can reduce that, that voltage. And if you find someone that has a voltage, uh, say, of 30 to 50 millivolts, they probably have a chronic disease. And they have measured cancer patients. that They're down in the 15 to 20 millivolt range. I'm going to give you something to think about. How many people do you know have cancer of the heart? Well, the heart very rarely has cancer and for good reason because it's the most positively charged organ in your body and we're all powered these little little engines are powered by what we eat so we have to eat well and the oxygen we breathe and our life our lifestyle And, and this is all, you know, when we, what we eat is, of course, uh, now we have to talk about our gut. But let's, we'll get into that a little bit. So we, I have notes here that I've been preparing on energy healing, so they're getting in my way, so I'm sorry about that. So all toxins are harmful to our body, and they damage it in their own unique way. But one that is insidious it's an insidious pollutant of our time and this that is this electromagnetic field radiation and, and i can say a lot of us don't take it seriously i've told you about i've been in two hospitals recently looking after dear uh, family members the doctors are walking around with the earbuds in their ears they're walking around with phones up to their ear 
They're walking with their head down, not even watching where they're walking. And we know it's bad for us, but what do we do about it? If we took it seriously, we wouldn't be carrying those cell phones in our pockets or next to our ear. We wouldn't be talking on them for hours daily. We wouldn't forget to turn off uh, the Wi-Fi at night. We'd be paying more attention to our smart, smart meters. And I think we, we've heard how harmful this exposure can be to EMF, but we figure, well, we got to function in this world. Oh. There's not much we can do about it. Well, it is silent. It is invisible. And we often don't immediately feel its effects upon our bodies. So therefore, we don't really believe it's harmful. Unfortunately, it is, ladies and gentlemen, more than we can believe. I see reports from cancer doctors from different podcasts that have been practicing for a long time. And they're seeing cancers that were rare earlier in their, in their career. Rare brain tumors. Now they say these brain tumors are common among young and old. And they say it's a direct result of cell phone use. Because why? The tumors always appear on the side of the head where the person uses his or her cell phone. And there's studies to substantiate that. But you don't see it on mainstream media. You don't see anybody talking about it. Now these gadgets are fun. They do uh, make our, our lives easier. So it's hard to imagine that these fun, little helpful gadgets are really causing cellular mutations, causing our DNA to change and cause cancer. Harder even to believe that radiation that we were exposed to from them could be what's keeping those of us with chronic health conditions from full recovery. I've told you about this bioinitiative report, and it'll come up again and again. It's from 2007, a 650-page report compiled by scientists, over 2,000 studies, and it was about the damaging effects of cell phones and other sources of electromagnetic radiation and the diseases that have been linked to it. So it's not just conjecture and observation. There are studies to back it up. So now let me get to an article that was uh, printed in the Defender, the Children's Health Defense Network by uh, Kennedy. They just came out with, and here's the, their headline, how wireless headphones could lead to neurological disorders. What they basically said was wireless headphones like Apple's popular AirPods could be dangerous to human health. 250 scientists signed a petition stating that. 
The petition to the United Nations led by International Electromagnetic Field Alliance takes aim at non-ionizing electromagnetic fields, EMFs, which are used by AirPods and other Bluetooth devices, such as what? Cell phones. And the Wi-Fi, we, I keep talking about how it has to be turned off at night. They em emit radio frequency radiation. And these different devices communicate with each other by sending a, a magnetic field through your brain. One scientist who signed that petition we just talked about believes that the use of earbuds, earbuds is akin to a giant experiment and could increase your risk of neurological disorders. I know I see a lot of people in my community walking around with these wireless earbuds. I mean, I know it's a fad, but do you realize what it could be doing to you? It's a, it's a, it's a great piece of technology. I see it on television, on zoom calls. And I guess some people feel it's a necessity in their lives. But are they risking neurological disorders, neurodegenerative disorders? So this petition, and I found it uh, when I did a podcast in 2015, it was just updated in 2019 about the health effects of this electromagnetic radiation. So what are the potential risks? Cancer, cellular stress, increasing harmful free radicals, genetic damages, damages to your DNA. And we've talked about telomeres where size matters. Well, the longer your telomeres, the longer you live. Well, this can shorten those telomeres. It can affect your reproductive system. In other words, guys that carry this, uh, their phones in their pockets in the on position, not in airplane mode, have decreased sperm counts and smaller sperm, learning and memory deficits, attention deficit disorders, and just not making you feel well. You know, how many people are sick and tired of being sick and tired? I see it all the time. Oh, I'm so tired. So there's a PhD named Joel Moskowitz from California, Berkeley. He explained that earbud, earbud technology is so new that research hasn't yet been done to detail what effects it could have on the brain. He says he couldn't imagine it's all that great for you to have these earbuds in your in your head because they use a magnetic induction field magnetic field that sends waves through your brain to communicate one earbud to the other it's close proximity to your brain is what makes it so dangerous and we heard we heard about this five years ago from when i interviewed a, a doctor in, in italy she said that they this, the EMFs open up your blood brain barriers are the things that should not get into your brain, like mercury, get into your brain, toxins, get into your brain. And even though restorative sleep is really important, sometimes it just cannot squeeze out all those toxins at night. 
and you go get up in the morning, put that phone near your ear and here they go back into your brain. So do you want to be part of this ongoing experiment? Do you want to be part of a health experiment on yourself? Do you want to have your cells create free radicals and kill your mitochondria? You know, you're, you, you, although you may have a hundred million cells in your body, you got hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions more mitochondria, the, the things that keep the, the cells going, the energy, the engine of the, of the cell. And remember, the, the, the brain of the cell is the cell membrane. And if that gets all gunked up with uh, trans fatty acids, the wrong kind of fats and uh, toxins from the EMF ex- release, oxygen cannot get into your cell and the toxins cannot get out. And, and breaking of your DNA is never good. So Dr. Moskowitz and Dr. Paul believe that this EMF exposure to your brain can lead to anxiety, depression, autism, and even Alzheimer's disease. And these good PhDs have reviewed a lot of studies to uh, document this. So, you know, please keep them away from children and pregnant women. Use a different kind of earbud, like like an air, uh, the the air, air the earphones that have uh, air pockets in them, so that they, the electromagnetic field cannot get to your brain. Continue to read and be informed about the health risks from these devices. And if you think this is bad, wait till five G gets released. You know, so like I've been telling you for years, connect your desktop computer with an Ethernet connection. Get rid of the Wi-Fi. Avoid wireless keyboards, trackballs, wireless printers. Or if you have a wireless printer, turn it off at night. Shut off the Wi-Fi when you're not using it. And I just found out something in preparing for this show that wireless chargers they too increase EMF throughout your home. Wireless charging is also far less energy efficient than using the dongle, the power cord. Remember that. If it's possible and you have a circuit breaker, turn off that circuit breaker to your house, to your bedroom. Use a battery-powered alarm clock. Most people have an alarm clock right next to their head. It's plugged into the wall. The wall has electricity. And as Dr. Jerry Smith once said, a microwave oven, the only thing good about it is telling you the time. Okay, it emits electromagnetic radiation. And everybody wants to be have these smart appliances and thermostats, and they want to have a state-of-the-art technology. Hasn't been studied long enough. And why are smart TVs called smart? Because they emit a Wi-Fi signal. 
and you can't shut it off. We had a whole, we had many shows on smart meters. They uh, emit radiation all day long. And if you got if you have to carry your cell phone, keep it in airplane mode, or get a Faraday bag. And if you have to use it, use a speakerphone. The speaker, let's don't hold it up to your head because because distance is your friend. And don't use it before you go to bed, because that blue light, which was the topic of last week's podcast inhibits melatonin production. And the more we're learning about melatonin, the more we're appreciating this hormone that is secreted at night. And it depends on a light dark cycle. So you want to sleep in darkness and you don't, you don't want any blue light an hour before you go to bed. So this is really something that, you know, I guess we all, we just take it for granted. And there's over a hundred million, they tell me, hundred million AirPods sold already. But we have, we have real scientists, not political scientists, real scientists that are, that are science sounding the warning. The scientists say, quote, based on peer-reviewed published research, we have serious concerns regarding the ubiquitous and increasing exposure to EMF generated by electric and wireless devices. That should, that should get our attention. Remember the Marlboro Man? Nobody took him serious, huh? He kept smoking. He looked like a good guy. Well, I guess you have to be at least 55 years old to remember the Marlboro Man. But you know what? Today we have the, the cell phone man, the Nokia man. The Marlboro Man died of lung cancer. But our, our wireless EMF man, our Nokia man, as some people call him, he may be saddled with dementia or Alzheimer's, one of those neurological diseases, for the privilege of using a cell phone. Young people who start using cell phones before the age of 20 have a five-fold increase in brain cancer risk. That should really get your attention. The other thing that the, this EMF does, it puts you in that fight or flight mode, that sympathetic mode. We have a lot of cortisone cortisol being secreted, a lot of inflammation going on where, where you really want to be in the parasympathetic mode, laid back mode. You don't want that vagus nerve to be stimulated. You really want to balance between that sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system.
because many of your body's functions like digestion and detoxification, immunity are only turned on when you're in the what? Parasympathetic mode. And if you're exposed to EMFs 24-7, it gets harder and harder, if not impossible, to get into that parasympathetic mode. I mean, I think, you know, I don't want to scare you, but I think this is, uh, you know, it's, I'm not making it up. Because the, the cell phones and EMFs could be frying our brains. That's not good. One person said, if there was a radiation leak at a local power plant, what would you do? You'd evacuate, wouldn't you? If it's in your house, you'd pack your bags and get the heck out. But there's a chance now you're being exposed to higher than acceptable levels of these of dangerous radiation from these, these, these devices. Zapping your head or zapping your privates. Pelting your brain for hours at a time. And probably, I, they, they say, a lot of these are higher than the supposed safe limits. It is listed. Radio frequency radiation. Electromagnetic radiation is listed as a possible carcinogen to humans by the World Health Organization. The U.S. National Institutes for Health. Well, they have shown not to be the most honest uh, agency. But they admit there's clear evidence, and that's in quotes, clear evidence of a link to cancer in animal studies. Do you really believe there's safe limits? Well, the safe limits, you know how they measure them? They're allowed to test these devices, these phones, from an inch away from your body. Is that re realistic? Most of the time I see it pressed against a person's ears or pressed into their pocket. Remember, I said, distance is your friend. So, I hope you're getting the picture. And, and I'm, I'm just, look, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at different studies. Which ones do I want to talk, talk to you about? I mean, uh, one after another is... Uh, showing problems with this EMF. And remember, my long-term listeners, I recommended a, a, a book to you. And I, I'm, I have to read it again. It'll be the third reading. It's called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. Do you know, in that book, he describes the events surrounding four major influenza outbreaks in recent times. And a lot of it was due to electrical pollution, even the great flu pandemic of 1918. 
Because at that time, which you probably don't realize because nobody's telling you except in the book, the U.S. installed 13 giant radio and communications transmitters throughout the world, and they all went live late in 1917 and through most of 1918. The Spanish flu at that time affected one-third of the world's population. It killed tens of millions of people. It occurred in places like Antarctica, which had no contact with the outside world. The first known cases were 1,127 radio operators at Camp Funston, Kansas. They were the first to use wireless transmitters. And how did patients die in the beginning? Changes in the coagulation of their blood known as electricity sickness. And what else is interesting? Most affected were the young and healthy, not the old and infirm. The Asian flu pandemic coincided with the installation of the White Alice communication system installed through Alaska with signals powerful enough to cover the globe. Same with the Hong Kong flu satellite program and on and on and on. Let's, let's be a little bit more serious about, about what goes on. And, and of course, remember, I, I keep talking about all through the Chinese epidemic, I said, a, a healthy gut, have a superior interior, a superior interior, right? I must have said that a million times. Why do I keep saying that? Because that's where 80% of our immune system is. It's in our gut. So we need to have a good microbiome. And what do electromagnetic fields do? They destroy the good bacteria and viruses in our gut. They damage, damage us at a cellular level. They damage these mitochondria. They break our DNA. And they destroy our microbiome. That's an inflammatory assault. You know, when you think that uh, most chronic diseases has inflammation as a basis, here you go. How many physicians, PAs, are going to, going to even think about electromagnetic radiation? The invisible... Uh, energy, right? That's all around us. I don't see anybody, any government agency talking about limiting the exposure of, of uh, the population to this, do we? We don't see that at all. So I've been, I have no connection with this, with this uh, company, but I've been, I know there's a special kind of probiotic that uh, I like and I take. Uh, that really are a little, I think, are immune to the uh, electromagnetic waves that are different from regular probiotics that cannot overcome this electromagnetic assault on our systems. I, it's called, it's a spore. Spores are tough. 
They have a protective shell that helps them survive stomach acid and antibiotics. And spore probiotics stay dormant even in the harshest environments. And then when they get to the large intestine, they wake up and they get to work. They reestablish that microbiome in your gut, enhancing the good bugs that have survived. They can repair damage in your gut's mucosal barrier, including the leaky gut. And for those that have a leaky gut syndrome and maybe gluten uh, intolerance, they can improve your nutrition absorption. So that's another thing you can do. Look for a spore probiotic. Because if you can keep your gut healthy, you'll be, you'll be healthier. And maybe, as some people say, spore, spore biotics might be the number one way to increase your immune tolerance. And maybe those mystery symptoms and mystery fatigues will go away. Maybe that mystery atrial fibrillation will go away. And be conscious of what you can reduce in your house and on your body. Reduce your exposure to these fields. I know, who wants to go back to a landline? But, you know, if uh, we have to think about it. We really have to think about it. So we have to think about the, the long-term effects, the effect of EMFs on chronic illnesses, and, and especially in our brain. Jeez, how, we don't want to go out of here in a demented state. And if there's a chance that 250 scientists says there is a chance that wearing earbuds, wireless earbuds, can cause dementia and Alzheimer's, I think we should take a look at that. That it can cause cancer of the brain, that it can make viruses that are dormant all of a sudden wake up, wake up in our cells. Not, 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 not nice to listen to, is it? Maybe we have unex, unexplained anxiety. You know, there's plenty of uh, animal experiments. I don't know how many human experiments where, where the mice are exposed to these uh, high-frequency EMFs and get either anxious or depressed. So, you know, we can, uh, there are mitigating things you can do, but one of the things you can do without having another device that you have to wear or whatever is uh, turn off your Wi-Fi. Keep your phone in, the, in its airplane mode. Don't put it next to your head. Use a speakerphone. Use uh, earbuds that have an air tube in them, not the wireless ones. And lastly, but not leastly, so I don't, I don't talk too much today. Um, you know, the Japanese uh, also long livers. Uh, they live a long time. And, it, and it's because they have a healthy digestive environment. It, go, it goes back to the gut. And there's some, you know, bacteria that can cause inflammation in your intestines. And they out, sometimes they overcome the good bacteria. And one of the things necessary for this biodiversity in our gut is something called butyric acid. Uh, 
And rather than recommend a, uh, a supplement, and there are supplements that are high in butyric acid, but you know, having a rich fiber oatmeal, having yogurt, kiwi, or kefir as a healthy breakfast, consuming cabbage, maybe leafy greens, Gut experts uh, experts say that uh, to add broccoli to your daily diet. And Harvard Medicine recommends gut-friendly food with live active cultures or fermentation, pickled vegetables, tempeh, kumbachu, kimchi, miso, and sauerkraut. And avoid foods with a high fat content and a high sugar content. And avoid diet soda because diet soda wipes out your gut bacteria. No doubt about it. Well, I, I, I just got back to this page here. And, and uh, one listener says, what do you think about earbud wireless? Well, the earbud wireless is they communicate through your brain with magnetic fields. Can't be good for your brain. It takes not hundred years, thousand years for our bodies to adapt to this this uh, technology. And I, if you just want to read a summary of some of the things I said, uh, go to the Defender. That's a free newsletter, okay? And and read what uh, what's there about. Uh, uh, what they write about, how wireless headphones could lead to neurological disorders. That's what I feel about it. I feel you shouldn't use them. That's what, that's the bottom line. Okay. So they can open up the blood brain barrier. Not a good thing. And can interfere with melatonin. That's one of the, one of the many reasons why you, you may not be sleeping good at night the EMFs and the blue light. And if it could give you brain cancer, gosh, that gets my attention. Okay, so, you know, I said something today during this podcast, a feeling always, uh, you're tired of feeling tired all the time. Tired of being tired. And there's a lot of underactive thyroid that nobody's being treated for. The fluoride in our water is a big big instigator of hypothyroidism. There are physicians that think once you pass 60, you need some form of thyroid supplement. So maybe next week, uh, God willing, we'll talk about tired of being tired and talk about your thyroid and what you can do about it and what foods you could avoid uh, that are goitrogenic, that slow your thyroid down. Okay, I hope you learned something today. And this is Dr. Ron, your host. Uh, I've counted upwards of 457 podcasts that I've done. And this podcast, of course, is on Podbean, but I'm also on Podpage, Spotify, Rumble, BitChute, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about everything but uh, Pandora. You can catch these podcasts. And the name of the podcast is Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. 
My uh, email address is doc, D-O-C, Ron Radio, doc, Ron Radio at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions or for which you want, you want some information, I'll try the best I can. And remember, I'll give you more information on the interview that will take place on November 17th. I think that will just be an interview uh, from Roku, and then they'll, they'll put it together with a health, health series they're, they're running. And I think on during that show, we'll be talking about EMFs because they, they do cause energy blockages. We'll be talking somewhat of homeopathy because that's all energy healing. One of my favorite uh, subjects in energy is grounding or earthing. And, uh, you know, we had Dr. We had Phil Safer on a few weeks ago or a month ago now, maybe talking about uh, meditation and humming. We'll probably talk somewhat about that. And, um, I'll I'll let you know. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of the day. And uh, Freddie will take us home. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week